Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Well, hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Adam Todd yeah. Brown's here. I'm just in the room. Yeah. You're we not, don't know um, why. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't him. we didn't tell him what time this is happening. He just showed up. Mm. It's because I had an amazing movie to watch. That's true. Mm. Mm. That's true. You're, you're actually not here defending the movie. I'm no, just here to celebrate with you both. You yeah. sensed the vibrations in the air. Yeah. Right. Like you, you put, you, you cupped a hand to your ear and like, it sounds like somebody's watching Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. That somebody was me. Yes, because I've brought Roadhouse today for the three of us to discuss. This is an insane film. It is Adam. in all the greatest ways, I would argue. I saw this in theaters and do not remember it being <laughs> this insane. Yeah, this is my first rewatch in a very long time. And I don't think you're going to get a pushback from me. Why would the I? glory of this movie? Why would does either this of you have, fools push back? Does this have bad reviews? Oh, yeah. This was a critical and commercial failure. It has something like a 30 on Metacritic. Why? It is, it is not a lo- uh, it was not a critically or commercially loved film. Okay. Well, people, the good thing about all those critics now, is they're dead now. Yeah, that's Because Patrick Swayze kicked them to death. Yeah. He did. One by one before he succumbed to the cancer. I'm one fancy out. dancer kick at a yeah, time. One whirling dancer's roundhouse <laughs> kick at a time. Before, this whole movie is just people getting the yeah, shit beat yeah. out of them by ballerinas. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I want to throw out the only criticism I have of this movie. Not enough kicking. Um, there's a like there's a bit in the middle where they're like talking a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, you gotta kick these people. The original cut of this movie was three hours long. Was it is all kicking? <laughs> it was a lot more no, it was more well, it's not more kicking, but it's the next best thing. Like if you had a list of things on what your movie needed more of, right. at the very top is kicking. Right underneath that would almost always be Sam Elliott. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. So a lot Sam of what they Elliott. cut out was Sam Elliott. Yeah, character. Sam Elliott feels like he doesn't matter in this. Not um, really. And that's kind of a shame, I guess. I would have. I would have been fine with another uh, hour. Another hour of I've just always, Sam Elliott. I've yeah. always been uncomfortable with Sam Elliott because as a kid, every time he would come on screen in any film or television show, my mom and this is a quote would say, mm, "I could just eat his face." <laughs> Every fucking time for the span of at least two decades. I don't know how to interpret that. Is that sexual you, or is that yeah, just you, a cannibal tension? Is your mom I, Hannibal Lecter? Your mom I just don't, thinks Sam Elliott looks literally delicious. She likes a tasty face. It's a delicacy yeah. in Illinois. Mustache yeah, faces. Ne- yeah. When did he get old? Because this, he was, I have a theory that he was 90 in this and he's okay. 120 now. He has the thing with Jeff Bridges where if you watch Jeff Bridges' career, he does Arlington Road and then immediately gets old. Yeah. And it was just like, what happened there? And it's kind of the same thing with Sam Elliott is I can't pinpoint when he actually got old. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't look old in this. No, he, he doesn't. Is, he's about 45 in this movie. Okay. Oh my God. That's so similar to what we talked about before this, which right. is that. Wilfred Brimley was 46 when he made Cocoon, 
with Don Amici, who died of old age shortly thereafter. Yeah. The age of an Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> and people at home, no, that was Steve Gutenberg who played the young guy. Wilford Brimley's very old, if you're not familiar with who that is. <laughs> Um, all right, so normally we have the the, the defender favor uh, the group with a, a quick plot synopsis, uh, which I will now do. Yes. Um, Roadhouse is the story of Dalton, a cooler, which is a special type of bouncer um, who specializes in uh, wheel-kicking people. He's right. a mercenary he's, bouncer. He's, yeah. he's, he's a mercenary bouncer. He's a bouncer for hire. <laughs> yeah. In terms of status, he's like the Michael Jackson of coolers in that everybody knows him. He is yeah. the most they famous They know him cooler. on site, and this yeah. is pre-internet. Yeah, they're like, that's <laughs> Dalton. Somebody is distributing his photograph somewhere. There's a whole like bouncing industry in this. Like there's there a bouncing is. weekly magazine that they're all getting. Yeah, that, for like, sure. He's talked about frequently in or something like that. Right. Well, to the point where in the beginning, when the one guy comes to his bar to scout him out and try to hire him to, to fix up the double deuce, uh, he's like, well, I want to find the best. And he says, Wade Garrett's the best. And Wade Garrett is Sam Elliott. And he's like, Wade Garrett's oh. getting old. I'm moving down the lineup. So they're all like, they have like baseball cards yeah, to these guys. A network. Yeah, there's a whole like network. Athletes. Yeah. Anyway, so Dalton gets hired to come down to I think they're in Mississippi um, or Missouri, somewhere around there. One of them M states to clear up the double deuce, which is a real fucking shithole. Um, it's incredible. It's a barn. At it is. A, first. It's a literal barn. Yeah, yeah I would argue with Colt forty five signs on the front. Yeah, because that's the demo for Colt forty five. <laughs> mm. Come on. I, I would argue that the bar is perfectly fine the way it is. <laughs> like when they show the bar, I was like, oh, yeah, I could I could hang out in this bar. Right. It's like, a, it, yeah. It's got like sawdust on the floor. The band needs a cage around them to protect them from, yeah. from debris. This is a violent episode of Bar Rescue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what Roadhouse is. Patrick Swayze's there to clean things up. I would also argue that it's the, it's the B story. It's the story of a man who can't like, hold on to a car um at least the beginning because he shows up in a car and mm-hmm. maybe i'm wrong he shows up to his you house with wrong, a car i can't wait to tell you why okay he shows up to his house with a car mm-hmm. throws the keys to a guy and says mm-hmm. keep it mm-hmm. then gets in another car mm-hmm. and then he drives to this town mm-hmm. and then he purchases a car yes okay then he keeps the car yeah but like the first the first part of this movie i was like pick a fucking car well why was he switching cars okay is he on the run no if you notice the car he had in storage under a cover was a nice mercedes the car in the beginning he tosses some random dude the keys to is just a beater sure so he gets to the new town to do his new job and buys another beater because what keeps happening to that beater? It gets smashed. It keeps getting fucked up this by all the people he's pissing off the car. He keeps his real car, his nice Mercedes, hidden in the barn underneath the sheet like he was hiding in the early place. And right. you can tell when shit has gotten serious because at the end, after they kill Sam Elliott, he takes his Mercedes out and drives it into the bad guy's compound <laughs> right. and it explodes. Right. That's the only thing in the world he cares about That's is his that art. car. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, he cleans up the double deuce, but it, it it doesn't sit too well with Brad Wesley, who's the town uh, evil rancher, basically, uh, who runs all the uh, uh, liquor. The evil rancher. It's a Western. I know, I know. I, I'm not yeah. against it. It's just funny. I, he's like the town bully. Basically. Yeah. He owns the police force. He owns all... He, he beats people up for protection money. Um, and so, not one resident has called for any outside help 
like not not even like notified Barbara Walters or something like nope. you should fucking get down here and see what's happening yeah. in this town. No, no, it, it was, is absurd. I was I was watching it with Marina last night and she pointed out, you know, if they had Twitter back then, like they would just need to be like Brad Wesley is like, you know, start like a right. Brad Wesley hashtag. Well, yeah, she hate, would be over with. I hate to skip to the end, mm-hmm. but their <coughs> excuse me, their solution is like, why don't we just all get him? Yeah, it's just all murder him. Yeah. Yeah, they all just show up and kill Brad Wesley, which is honestly what he deserved. And oh, yeah. I, just, if I'm not mistaken, this I'm I'm sure it's not based on this, but there is a story that happened in the 80s that's kind of similar to that, where there was just this town bully type, and at one point someone just fucking shot him, and no one in the town ever was, they were just like, I think that's, we didn't see it. I think that's happened a few times. Yeah. Like that's that's what happened to the real life Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Oh yeah. That he makes was just sense. he was just dead in the street and everybody was like, We don't know what happened to him. Yeah. You're right that this is this movie increases in enjoyment when you realize it's a Western. Yeah. Because it all just sort of comes together. Like it is built completely like a Western. Yeah. New he's, guy comes in the he's town. He's the wandering uh to enforcer. Keep the peace. Yeah. yeah. Runs yeah. afoul and the 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 way he triggers the wrath of Brad Wesley it's by firing Brad Wesley's yes. shitty nephew for skimming the drawer <laughs> that, at the, as the bartender. I realized, like, when I got near the end, I was like, so this is over, like, a guy getting fired. Yeah. Huh? So yeah. shitty nephew lose like, you couldn't get this guy a job anywhere else, man. Yeah. Have him work on your ranch. Yeah. You have a whole, you had a lot of land there. Probably yeah. that grass probably needs cutting. You don't, you're not that rich without help. Mm-hmm. get some help yeah i guess it's about, him yeah it's about power but even like but, but like like sam elliott gets murdered and i'm thinking like so is he just rehire the kid like at yeah. that point like you're getting everybody killed you're getting people killed man just, you uh, snatched a guy's neck out yeah. i do i do love the scene where when they initially go to try and get him his job back and a fight breaks out it uh, sure does he keeps sending the same four kids to get their asses yes. beat by patrick swayze repeatedly yeah yeah but including I, including one man who is so large he can barely move right <laughs> and i i love when they come back to the house and he's talking to the the taller one yeah and he goes you know what do you know why you disgust me and then just doesn't answer and punches him in the right, face. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that. I felt really <laughs> bad for those bold. guys because almost every action scene is Patrick Swayze beating up the same four people. Yeah, <laughs> except when Sam Elliott shows up. And right. even then, he's beating the shit out of them. And then Sam Elliott shows up, and conveniently, they've finally gotten the edge yeah. and have Patrick Swayze in a fucking full Nelson. One of them, uh, right before that, one of them uh, brains him on the head with a bottle. Ah. Yep. He wasn't watching his back. Yeah. So. They could have never done that in any of those bar fights. Had to take no, that no, outside see, to get him with a beer bottle. That's right. where all the bottles are. They're outside in and the truck. They're not in the bar. Do they hire like a professional bar fighter? Is that the, the guy who does the ninja uh, pool <laughs> stick uh, cue moves? That's that's like Brad Wesley's stick man. That's like, that's like uh, you know, the, the, the evil rancher always, well, not always, but a lot of these movies usually has their own gunslinger. Right. Well, that's what it reminded me of. It's like a Western where the bad guy is like brings in a, a specialized bad guy to take out the hero. Mm-hmm. And then this term in this version, it's like a special anti-bouncer. Yeah. yeah, like goes into a bar. You're gonna like, fight I'm gonna a fight everything. dancer. You need another fight. You need dance. another fight yeah. dancer, and they have a a dance fight. Yeah, they do. It looks like a fucking episode of 
Soul Train or something. <laughs> Every time those two fight. Just whirling helicopter kicks, leaping dancers' knees. <laughs> this movie is great. I love this It movie. is great. It's, fan- <laughs> it's amazing. It's a fantastic movie. I want to talk about one of the things I noticed in this movie, which I'm, I'm this is a, I'm praising it. Uh-huh. Like this is a compliment, but it's also insane, which is that like every character has like a mini tragedy is a mini tragedy. Every side character or like just an alien in the sense that like, there's so many lines in this where I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? The first one is the guy uh, hits on the woman and says, I have it written down. What do you say? You and me get nipple to nipple. Mm-hmm. And then she replies, I can do that without you. And it's like, wait, that neither of that was a sentence that made <laughs> no, any sense. Push your boobs together. Yeah, I no. guess <laughs> the guy pay, the guy's like charging someone to kiss his wife's boobs. Yeah. yeah um, there's, some, there's some real Martians in, in the double deuce. Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? Someone says, yeah, no, it doesn't. No, they say that as an affirmative. Like, does a bear shit in the woods? It's like, oh, does a hobby hobby horse have a wooden dick? And the answer is no, it doesn't. I mean, it would if it did. Um, someone says he has balls <laughs> horse. big enough to come in a dump truck to Patrick Swayze. I did like that. That one. could mean two different things. Yeah, it could mean that his balls are so large <laughs> that they must be carried in a dump truck. Or it could right. mean that his balls are so large that they have jizzing. the the jizz capacity to fill a dump truck with cum. Jizzpacity, right, the jizzpacity, yeah, right. Um, the cumpacity, which pro- in that case probably both because it's if, both. Yeah, if it's they're both. big enough to fit in a dump truck, that is going to be such a load that you're going to fire out of them. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that that was the that's why Metallica released Load and then Reload. Yeah. Because I don't know, ladies listening to this, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Completely deflate <laughs> every oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they slowly refill. And balloon. then yeah. That, yeah. I want to point out that line is, is spoken by pro wrestling legend Terry Funk. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. Mm. Then the, the store owner says that his wife is, uh, he married an ugly woman. And then he she left him and he doesn't know why. And I was like, well, probably because you're calling her ugly. That probably um, had a lot to do with it, yeah. And then finally, of course, the bad guy saying, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. That's the best line. I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not against all, any of these lines. The, some of them are nonsense, but it's like, well, if you're going to have side characters saying shit, yeah. might as well have those things be insane. I want to have whoever wrote the incidental, those. I want to have whoever wrote the dialogue in this film write the incidental NPC dialogue in every role-playing video yes. game. Yes. <laughs> What struck me about the line where he says, I used to fuck guys like you in prison is Patrick Swayze really starts beating the shit out of him after that. Mm. Right. That's, like, when the ta- oh. that's when the tables turn. It's like, this just became a hate crime, muchacho. Mm. <laughs> right. Starts pounding the fuck out of him. Yeah. Watch like these the, boots. Like that's, around. that's the inspiration he needed to know this guy's had sex with men no. before. <laughs> was this, that was oh, like, No. That was the second win Patrick Swayze needed. And then he, he drags him across the lake yep. and is hollering at Wesley. And this guy is so in league with the cops. He could just call the police and be like, fucking Patrick Swayze's dragging a dead right. body through my lake right now. That's Do you yeah. care to come investigate? That's the funniest detail of this movie is that the the bad guy and the good guy are neighbors. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just and coincidentally. Like, yeah, and they like hate each other. Like it's, but like when he attacks Patrick Swayze, he could just like sit on his porch and watch it happen, <laughs> it, and which he happens does. a few yeah. times. Yeah, it remind. Uh, we've talked about this on another podcast. It reminds me of how uh, Agent Fox Mulder works with the cigarette smoking man in like the same building, and they're like sworn enemies, but they've probably also like 
been next to each other at the urinal. Yeah. Like they work cafeteria. The, yeah, and they shit. Like work together. It's that where it's <gasps> like he gets up every morning. He's just like looks. Can I sit here? Yeah. There's no other seats. Can I sit here? Yeah. And he, yeah, Patrick Swayze like gets up, does his Tai Chi, and like can see. <laughs> right, well, yep, there's the villain over there. There's doing the villain, villain glaring stuff. at me. It's like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker sharing like the same apartment. Yeah, building. Living across the hall yeah. from each other. There's an investigation discovery show called uh, Fear Thy Neighbor, which is it's like crimes involving two neighbors, and it's the best true crime show because it doesn't matter who dies at the end. Sure. They deserved it. <laughs> like, it's just like fucking normal people escalating garage sale wars into violence. And it's like, will you both kill each other and put your families <laughs> out of their misery, please? That's yeah, Roadhouse. That's pretty much that's Roadhouse. <laughs> it's the story of Roadhouse. That is the, the tale of Roadhouse. Um, there's a couple other weird little details um, that people don't seem to address. The, the main one being that they, uh, they're casually driving a monster truck. Yeah, just a couple of people in town own a monster truck. Yeah, and like no one They like says, run errands with it. Yeah, no one's like, hey. Can they put it in like regular parking spots? Yeah. They do, <laughs> and they just like, I don't think they ever show them getting in it. No. They only show them getting out, and I know why. Because it's, <laughs> it's a monster truck. Yeah. That requires a second truck. But the first scene it shows it's not up not an in. elegant process. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not dignified. No. Give me the, a boost. The first scene, they literally just like pull up in the monster truck and yeah. get out. And then they start talking. And it's just like someone needs to be like, nice monster <laughs> truck. Like there needs someone acknowledge it for Christ's sakes. They good never on gas? Really do. I was doing gas. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Are you kidding me? Look at the size of these tires. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it get good gas mileage? Imagine if he just blew a tire driving that thing. Where is town. he getting tires? Yeah. <laughs> called Man, AAA. You had to make a wish to get tires. You got to the Coast Guard to get your tire <laughs> yeah. changed. The Air Force has to fly <laughs> helicopter tires into you. What a great movie. Ah, this movie. Everything about this movie is perfect. I, don't, I, I will not hear any, any, anything else. The I only mean, thing that's bad about this movie is that Patrick Swayze got hurt making it. Um, he, he injured his knee pretty badly and had to have like several ounces of fluid drained from it, yeah. um, which made him unable to take on a few other movies. One of them being predator Two. Oh, I don't know, man. I think there's a universe in which Patrick Swayze was in predator Two. but was he, would he have I'm been Danny Glover? I think he would have been Danny Glover. See, yeah. part of me is like, let's not fool with the past. What if they were both in it? That, I'd be fine with that. What if they just made Danny Glover two characters and then Patrick Swayze but I don't was think just they next would. to him all right. repeating all of the same lines after Danny is, Glover said them? Right. This is just, it feels like it's the butterfly effect thing where it's like, I don't want to go back and change things because we got two beautiful films. Yeah. What if they were going to put Patrick Swayze in blackface? Right. What if... Dodged a what bullet. If that was... Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was 1990. <laughs> that might have been on the table. Yeah. 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 I've seen Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 2008's <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, 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 again, the only thing is I think this drags a little in the middle. I think the romance um, didn't really need, didn't really need the romantic stuff. Yeah. They I mean, just wanted to show us some titties. Yeah. There's like the, they'd already shown us plenty. So many. And we get to see plenty afterwards. You get to see so many butts in this movie. 
Oh yeah, well that lady shows up to his place and it's like she has like an orgasm looking at Patrick Swayze's ass yeah. when he gets out of bed. That's the effect it has on yeah. people. Yeah. She's which which makes I mean that it makes total sense at the end when Wesley threatens to mount Swayze's ass in his trophy room. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah. what else yeah. would you mount? Maybe the mullet next to it. Yeah. If I had oh, that hanging in the studio, it'd mm-hmm. be so cool. Yeah. Right next to the Cherry That'd Moon be great. poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's it's <laughs> you would hang the cherry moon under the cherry moon. <laughs> I get it. Oh shit! Oh, that's that's great. That just happened. Zach Baggins' oh, haunted people. mansion has one of Patrick Swayze's teeth on what? display. Why? Where'd they get it? His For, mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they tore it out of his, <laughs> his fucking skull. Boom! <laughs> I like the romantic scene because it's like slow dance fucking. Yeah. It's also super unprotected fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just raw dogging her romantically. All she knows about him dancing. is his list of injuries and that he's a philosophy major. Yes. He, her, their first, and he lives in a barn. Yeah. <laughs> their first date, which, I mean, in fairness, it is Patrick Swayze. So right. I can see her being like, he I, he might be a hobo, but I'm going to get my hands on, on those buns. But right. like, um, he invites her. Their first date is him saying, hey, why don't you come to the bar I work at? Yeah. And it's like, what a and terrible first does. date. Yeah, she does. And she's super into him. So she sees him just kicking the crap at a guy. And yeah. isn't she a like, doctor? Yeah. She is. She is a learned doctor. Well, that's. And she was thrilled to see him beating the shit out of people in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite uh, moments is where he rips the man's neck out and she goes to help the guy. Yeah. Like her doctor instincts kink in and she's like, oh, you're, you're a danger. You, <laughs> and she runs up to the guy like, you just killed a man. And she's really not having it. She gets over it. But yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny how the, the Patrick Swayze. Listen, it's his fatality. Right? Like it's they were locked in dance combat. I just that's love the, what happens at the end of dance combat. I just love that the third act, like romantic crisis, is they're in a fight because he tore a man's neck out in front of her, but she'll get over it. Yeah, and she does. It's fine. Do you think they hired fight dancers to save money on hiring real fighters? I don't know. Is martial arts more expensive to learn than dance? I don't. I know they had uh, a kickboxing trainer trained them how to throw certain kinds of kicks and knees. Right. Mm. I, they just execute it like dancers, I guess. I don't know. Except Sam Elliott. Who no, he just punches. E- executes it like a 90-year-old. <laughs> right. He Sam executes just, it like Sam Elliott. Yeah. He just showed up on set and he's like, let me show you some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately breaks some stuntman's jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Throws Bruce Lee into a car. Spoiler! What did you guys think of Steve the Bouncer getting completely naked in the in the? Uh, did you recognize room? Steve the Bouncer? Who is that? He's Sheriff Aaron Viva from Briscoe oh, County. Oh, from Briscoe, Jr. Briscoe County Junior! <laughs> Holy shit! Yep. What a career! Yeah. Why is he? Uh, I don't like that. I've seen that much of that. Right. We've seen. You've seen character now. You see almost so many dicks in this movie. Yeah. Like he should be fired. You Who? almost see Sam Elliott's dick in this. Yeah. Movie. At first, I thought he like Sam Elliott was was showing his yes. crotch region and just didn't have a dick because there was that weird scar. <laughs> yeah. Like for like, a second, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was weird because he's like, it's, he's meeting Swayze's new girlfriend and he's just immediately like, <laughs> Hey, check out my junk. <laughs> want to see conventional. Want to see my pube line. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's do you some wanna day see the top drinking. Of my butt. You want to see the top of my bush? <laughs> and then he's just like, let's go day drink at this bar and dance. And it was well, just like. They, they were out drinking all night. That is the following right. morning. Right. 
Well, that that was the other thing. When I think there's a shot, there's a few shots where, like, when he's doing chai chi, it's in the morning. Yeah. And it's like these. This motherfucker doesn't get up in the morning. Like he's a bouncer at a bar. Yeah. He would be getting up at like I don't know three in the afternoon. Yeah, especially someone as health conscious as yeah. he is. He doesn't even drink. Right. It's like he's just drinking. He's pounding coffee. Yeah. As a bouncer, and then he's like, does he just not sleep? Is that the idea? Well, Probably because I mean, all the coffee. Yeah. yeah. Carrie Ann finds him asleep when she brings him breakfast. Right, and that's during the yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. The timeline doesn't add up with the sleeping. Listen, he sleeps. I don't know. He he's he's a philosophy major, man. He he communes with true. higher thought, and that's how he gets his rest. Look, he sleeps in a barn. It's crazy that he, he didn't land a better job with that. Right? Yeah. No, I could majoring it in myself. philosophy. Yeah. God, he first of all he should be a philosopher right now. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah I know. By now, does the bar not need one of those? <laughs> His apartment is amazing, by the way. I, like, that's a really cool apartment. It's, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, cows should live there, but <laughs> right. it's great. No, it's, he it's lives a, above horses. It's a barn with furniture in it. It's yeah. just open to the elements. It's just, it, I don't know. It's it's cool looking, though. It's pretty cool. I just, I am wondering, like, how he didn't wake up one morning with just, like, his dick covered in ticks. Right. Yeah, there's uh, just maybe, yes. animals yeah. shitting yeah. right beneath <laughs> all you. the time beneath him. And he is yeah. making, by the way, it's five thousand dollars up front, mm-hmm. five hundred bucks a night. Yep, that's like ten grand after the first. Yeah, week. Yep. and when the guy tells him the room is a hundred dollars a month, a month, he seems hesitant. Right. He's like, oh, I guess if it'll help you out. It's like, you stingy fuck. Right. Yeah. Give him numbers. 500. I think he's playing with them, but yeah. Yeah. He could buy the town. Like, that's an insane amount of money. It's for, a lot of money, yeah. Like, for now, that's an insane amount of money. That's 10 grand a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roughly. Oh, yeah, before the five. Yeah. That is how much you need to live as a single person in Los Angeles yeah. comfortably. That's And it's just to be fucking bouncer a bouncer a manager is he managing because that's the other thing i was unclear of he's the king of the bouncers all right because he does like he fires the bartender yeah and it's like i don't know if you're king of the bartenders too are you the guy tells him he's in charge of everything in the bar okay like the other guy's just the owner right yeah so i guess he is like just the bar manager yeah yeah that's fair yeah he's the king of the bouncer he's he's come in this guy had an investment Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love needed that Patrick Swayze to oh, protect yeah. it. He invests a lot of money into Patrick. Bought Swayze. this liquor barn in the middle of nowhere, hoping it'll pay off with your help, son. There are no buildings visible <laughs> within miles, but so many people at that bar. I know. I do love they that. all live there? Maybe, maybe they come driving in from miles around. <laughs> yeah, that entire county is so many DUI accidents. Like oh, it's, Jesus, God, oh, yeah. it's so many, so many just corpses on the side of the road, left and right, rolled into ditches, and they're yeah. all young. Mm-hmm. Everyone in that town is relatively young. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember seeing more than like three or four really old people. Yeah. Sam Elliott was one of them. He's one of them, definitely. And, um, I, and that's not how small towns work. People die in small towns. No, the average age in a small town is something like 760. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're prisons. Pooled together. It's a prison. It's a prison. Um, I love how when the double deuce gets built up, it looks like a red robin. Ah. It looks like a it looks like a yeah. crash between like like an electronic store in the eighties and a red robin. Yeah, yeah, because 
all the employees are wearing Circuit City polos yes, now. Yes, yeah. That was that was a Patrick Swayze thing. That was a Swayze decision he made. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the signs that it's getting better. It just looks more and more like a TGI Fridays. That's it's like absurd. Cage a little came cleaner. down around the around the band. Yeah. yeah. You can tell things are on the up. You don't up. throw a things bottle around the Sways. See, I would argue that overall I don't think he's a very good bouncer in the sense of the bar gets cleaner, but so many deaths happen on his watch. There's nightly destruction. Yeah. Like of the, property. Yeah. When he's yeah. just driving his car through that guy's mansion, I was just like, this is bad bouncing. Like, I don't know, man. Is it? I think if you hire a bouncer the and then in a week bounce. later, he's like driving his car through someone's house. It's the he's, ulti- he's bouncing Wesley out of the town. <laughs> he's bouncing he's him out of his ultimate life. bouncer. Yeah, he's true. bouncing him out of this plane of existence. That's fair. How about that scene where Wesley drives the monster truck through a car dealership? Yep. Oh, yeah. That was pretty great. And all the townsfolk cheer Just and applaud. to yeah. watch. <laughs> well, in fairness, it is a monster truck. I would come watch. True. Yeah. yeah. To be fair. I mean, you could always, like, go to a junkyard and get cars to smash. But, sure. Ah. But it must be exciting because, again, these people, they bought a monster truck. And how often do you get to use a monster truck? Not often. Yeah. It's like it's like having a regular truck and then being like, oh, I get to move a couch. Yeah. It, it's that. It's the, It has one function, and that is to crush cars. And you don't normally get to do that. Right. Good for them. Good for, yeah, good for them. I like that our introduction to Wesley is he just... He's buzzing the old farmer's house with his helicopter for no other yeah. reason other than it just makes him giggle. Just to enjoy scaring yeah. some takes horses. Off, circles the barn, and then lands with a big old grin on his face. And that's <laughs> yeah. it. He gets out of the helicopter. Errand done. Yeah, I remember I, when I was watching this, I had to, like I was cooking while I was watching it. And I just saw the tail end of that. See, like I saw the helicopter. And then I stepped away for a second and assumed some big meeting of the mines was going to be happening where this helicopter lands and we go out and talk. And now it's just a little helicopter buzz. Nope. He just landed right back in his lawn. (laughs) Um, So he, uh, that guy flips a coin to decide who to kill. Mm -hmm. And Swayze doesn't do anything about that, which I thought was weird. He flips a coin on the phone with Swayze and he's like, I'm going to decide who, which I assume it's Sam Elliott and his, his lady, his yes. lady friend. And then Swayze like is just hanging out in the bar and Sam Elliott walks in and he's like been in a fight. And then he's just like, you wait here. I'm going to go check on my lady friend. I mean, Sam Elliott stumbles in right after he hangs up the phone. Right. Shouldn't he say to Sam Elliott, your life is in danger? Probably. Let's go get this other lady and let's go to the police or something. But he's just like, well, I got to get going. And he leaves. You wait here by yourself. Yeah. And yeah. then he comes back like, oh, no, he stabbed Sam Elliott. And it's like, yeah, man. Yeah, of course he did. He said he was going to. Like, what? Yeah. What's going on? You might want to keep an eye on Sam Elliott yeah, at that point. He was already sick, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, <laughs> basically like walks in, just like beat the shit. And just like, I just I just need to sit here and drink. And it's like, all right, well, your life's in danger, but I'm going to head out and not tell you any of that. Yeah. See ya. I'll be in the back room doing paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. If you need me. <laughs> Holler if anyone stabs you in the chest. Yeah. Scream if anyone's Stab- murdering you. <laughs> Stabs a note into your chest. Yeah. It all, oh, they had to prep that note, which, which I mean. 
even if you're in league with the police, that's such a risky move, just leaving the murder weapon in the person's chest. Yeah. With that, uh, your handwriting on a note. Yeah. Like, the, F- a- the FBI exists. They could get involved at some point. They yeah, really... Right, yeah. I know they're trying to do Wild West, but they're really acting like it's the Wild West. Yeah. Um, where, like, I, I just at the end, the town folks all join together to shoot the just bad guy. kill him. And then... The uh, general store owner, I want to say. No, the hardware store The hardware store owner takes all the guns and just walks out of the room with them. And then the cops show up. They're like, what happened here? And he walks back in, like, brushing off his hands. And everybody's like, I don't know what happened. I didn't see anything. And the cops are just like, ah, darn it. And leave. And it's like, I mean, fingerprints and Yeah, there's still going to be an investigation. They're so cocky. I mean, it's 89. DNA exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll call in more law enforcement. Like, it's not. Be ballistics tests run on those shotguns that you just carried to a room clearly like 40 feet away because you got back quick wiping your mouth. Yeah, he swallowed. He swallowed the shot. (laughs) Right. If the cops came in right now and it was like the three of us and a dead guy right. and we were just like, we don't know what happened. Didn't they see anything. Didn't yeah. see anything. They wouldn't be like, oh, well, that settles Case that. Case closed. Got around, got Some around Some mysteries the are never meant to be yeah. solved. <laughs> Unless like, we had really good lawyers. Right. Yes. I do not. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> yeah, really unless good. Unless we do like a cool. I have friends who are lawyers. Sure. But I don't know if we're that good of friends. You could be cool criminals like in the the Anthony Hopkins film Fracture. Just like that, yeah. I mean, that's the example I was also going to get to. When I think of criminals I would want to be, it's Anthony Hopkins in In Fracture. Fracture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Ryan Gosling film. Yeah, Yeah. we're all drawn to it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I remember it now that you mentioned Ryan Gosling. It is good, yeah. He shoots his wife in the head and then confesses. And then goes to court and represents himself, but like has uh, like tricks everybody so that there's no evidence when they get to trial. It's good. It's good. It's good courtroom thriller. Yeah. Everybody when in real life, here. they'd just be like, yeah, you confessed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it didn't matter. Hey, Jerry, you hear that confession? Confessed. Yeah. Counts as a confession. Um, I like when he tips the stuffed bear on the guy. Um, and it takes like five minutes to fall on him. Right. And the guy is, is shrieking in terror and, sh- and shoots at the bear. What did he think was happening? I, did he, yeah. Did he think the bear was attacking You think him? the bear had come to life? I think that's what they were implying. Because when he walks in the room, he's like, I hate this place. Right. Mm-hmm. And Swayze like kind of reveals himself afterwards. Yeah. Like, ha it was me. It's like, well, yeah. 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 We didn't think the bear was alive. Yeah. And even if the bear was coming to life, he had ample time to move. That was a right. slow fall. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, just step backward a little. It was like, like the side. Just move yeah. to the side a little bit. It was like the bear did that fucking Michael Jackson thing and just like hovered there while leaning forward for a second. Yeah. And then fell. Silly. Somber moment. Yeah. Mm. I'm thinking about Michael Jackson now. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I wish that um, on anyone. Swayze's backstory is that he killed a man because he confronted him for sleeping with his wife. Yes. Is that what I got from that? All right. He killed a man because Swayze was uh, unknowingly sleeping with the guy's wife and the guy showed up to confront him and pointed a gun in his face. So mm. he did his dance combat f- fatality and ripped his throat out. Right. right. It's ultimately the woman's fault. Yeah. He I think it's listen, the it's no one's there. fault. Well, they yeah, say it. True. They say like she didn't tell you she was married. See, so he went ahead and ripped the throat out of her husband. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I mean, he probably did it right in front of her, right? Yeah, yeah. He just he probably has- held his open pez neck up above her and let the blood fall on. <laughs> right, like as- when he. <laughs> 
This is what happens. And then when they you made don't tell passionate love. Yep. Yeah. Unprotected dancing. Sex. Maybe that's what she wanted all along. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm not here to kink shame. One thing's for sure is that when we see him rip a man's throat out in this, it's definitely like the probably the third or fourth time he's done that in front of a woman he was involved in. Yes. Like this is just how every relationship it's his move. Yeah. Ends. Yeah. He has to let loose his werewolf bite. Yeah. Oh God! When he has the uh, when he knocks the villain down at the end, he's got his little. He's got his hand claw out. ready. It's ready. <laughs> he's ready. Listen, it's it's. I told you, it's his fatality. Yeah, I just imagine like not knowing who he is and getting into a fight with him and him doing that claw thing on top of you, and your last thought is what a loser before getting your neck <laughs> ripped out. Yeah, because you'd never think that's what's right. about to happen before to you. having. One one of the truly craziest things anyone would ever see inflicted upon your dying body. Like he looks like he's about to tickle you. Yeah, I'd be worried he was going for the eyes. Right, like he's gonna bowling ball. Yeah, and then he he misses, and you're like, oh good, oh no, (laughs) yeah, this is worse. I think this is significantly worse. I can see it. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite a thing to be in this movie, because like the dance fighting and. Like there's there's a level of kind of like craziness to it that's like feels like a dated 80s movie. There's a whole lot of Jeff Healy in it. Mm. There's a substantial amount of Jeff Healy. Just Wait, who was that? He's the blind guitarist. Oh, okay. He sang Angel Eyes. Okay. What did I do? What did I say? It was a weird addition to this. Yo, angel. Go on. It, is he knew Patrick Swayze. He yeah. knew Dalton. Mm-hmm. Was that a coincidence? Everyone knew Dalton. Okay. But like they were like pals. Like he yeah, showed Yeah, they were up. like friends. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a coincidence. Okay. He just had a friend who happened to move to that same Yeah, and small be, town. be the house band at the bar that yeah. he was being hired to come clean up. Right. Right. It's a good house band. You could do a lot worse. Yeah. Maybe that's how maybe 80s. that's how the owner heard about him. He's maybe like, you know shit's getting pretty crazy in here. I I appreciate the cage, but I still I can't see when people are throwing shit yeah. at me. Here, let me so give you this guy's number. Why don't you go find this guy Dalton? Yeah, he's gonna rip a couple of throats out. Yeah, but your place is gonna be looking like a Circuit City Red Robin hybrid in no time. Well, he does. He you ever does. heard "She's Like the Wind"? It's the guy who sang that. <laughs> we used to be in a band together. <laughs> Dalton does. Like, admittedly, he does say, well, after the first time he kicks someone's ass, um, and they're like, yeah, and he says it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And he's not wrong. And I think he's specifically thinking about, yeah, I'm going to be ripping someone's throat out. Yeah, I'm going to kill another person. Yeah, I there's going to be- kill uh, at least one guy. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, be, like, because that's the, he hi- like, the guy hired a bouncer, and then, like, a week later, he's covering up a murder that he committed. Um, Himself, Yeah. yeah. It's just like, look, we're all going to have to get our hands dirty here. Yeah. If you want your bar to be better, <laughs> if you want your business have to, to sh- succeed. Yeah. <laughs> where are they putting the bodies? Cause Patrick Swayze's racking some up. Yeah. No, it is. A, it and it's is, not like they're in league with the police. No, it's like a, it's like a slasher film. Yeah. It like, is. Especially the part where that dead body floats across the lake. That looks like a scene from Friday the 13th. Right. Yeah. And again, they literally break into a man's because the the guy at the end, yes, he's done shitty stuff, but at the moment, they're not tying any of it to him. So they have just legally speaking, broke into a man's house and shot him to death. Yeah. And then the cops walk in and they're like, we don't know what happened. It's like, okay, well, you must know something because you're in the man's house. You're in the victim's house. Yeah. Let's start with why are all of you here? Yeah. 
Is that? Do I see a stack of guns in the other room? Oh, is that one of his kids <laughs> under the bear? Yeah. Hey, you, did you see anything? <laughs> yeah, they shot my dad several times. Uh-huh. Tinker's not his son. Oh, that's not? I thought those were all his kids. Those are just his hired goons. I want Jesus. them to be all his kids. I Either like, way. Like that version. They're merely his goons. Yeah. Mm. The only one who's related to him is his nephew, and that guy's dead on the other side of the house. Because it felt like they all lived right. with him. I mean, probably. <laughs> they just had an incubator. They're living goons, dude. They're like house staff. They got an extortion startup in the yeah. Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Got a little incubator. We all live here, work in the den. It's great. Yeah. What does... Okay, what does he do? Because I know the only thing they identify is that he can control the shipments of liquor. Yeah. Is that... Is he a liquor supplier? Is that what his big evil empire is? Probably, or some kind of shipping line. Okay. All right. I guess that makes if sense. If he controls all the import export in the town, then yeah, he's got all the money. Right. That's, I, yeah, I guess he's a rich, uh, make him rich. Yeah. It's just so funny because it's like, I can see a villain being like in charge of the ports and stuff of like, you know, Los Angeles or something, bringing drugs in. Mm -hmm. But this is just like, yeah, a small town in middle America. And he's like, he controls the import export. And it's like, I think you can just like, I think that's like three trucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can just get somebody else. Because it's not like that. It's he controls the state. Yeah. You just go to another county and get your booze and drive them on in there. Right. Yeah. Well, but then, but then he's going to send his, his goons. Then his goons show up. Right. Tune again, you up and break all your booze. And again, right. I know we've been through this, but then if that happens, then you just call the police in like another state. You call like the state police. No. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> state police yeah. might have been a good idea. And you just say like, hey, there's a big problem. And right get now. tied up in endless bureaucracy and, and, and paperwork. No. What you do is you hire a mercenary bouncer <laughs> That's true. to helicopter kick his way through all of them that on yeah that is that was the most efficient solution come to think of it yeah it's the only solution yeah don't fight me on this no it's it's fair it's, it's what fair. i would do yeah uh if i had the means i would hire a mercenary you tap that to handle most of my problems i wonder if patrick swayze like had an ad in guns and ammo magazine like in the classifieds in the back or something maybe like, how did he get work? Just purely word of mouth? Word of mouth. You fuck enough dudes up. Wow. You werewolf bite enough dudes' <laughs> necks open. People, your your name will be on people's lips. I think there could be. Every, every honky-tonk bar in America. Every bar he worked at would have been sued out of existence immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, there my kid some- went to your bar and got his fucking throat ripped out by an employee. I mean, the bar being closed down would be the the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah. There would be jail time involved. So much. Some death sentences maybe handed yeah. out. It's just what you got to do as a bouncer. No, it's not. You just throw <laughs> the guy outside like Carlton on the Fresh Prince. Nope, that I, was DJ Jazzy Jeff that got thrown out. <laughs> mm. I like that his rules were like, um, like be nice um, and like take it outside and don't start shit. And I feel like he broke most of those rules immediately. Not handling goons in the bar. Not handling well, like not handling like yeah. bar patrons. And I guess in fairness, the moment a knife gets whipped out is when he's just like, okay, fuck this. Right. Or a razor blade boot. Razor yeah. blade boot. That's a great scene. I love that because they walk in like they're the shit. And right. he's just like, okay, let's immediately drag them out. Well, what's funny is, is it's, like, it's like three or four guys and... It's just the one guy in the middle with the one razor boot. So it's like, 
It's like a like they all pooled their money together, but they could only afford the one razor boot. But they, they still want to go out for a night on the town. Right. They do the close up on it, and there's like that little glint of light that runs across it. In case you don't see it, got a razor blade in his boot. Right. Just carry Tonight's a knife. Tonight. Tonight's the night. We're going to go down the double deuce and show off the razor boot. Right. Because it's not like a secret spy flip out razor. It's just, it's just out there. Yeah. You're going to end up slashing your own Achilles tendon to, with that shit. I was going to say, you cross your legs and you're like, ah, fuck. Or you're like, you're just like accidentally hitting your friend in the table. I trip and over my like, own dude, foot all the time. Dude. I would saw my foot off yeah. with that thing. You would have tetanus a week into buying like, that fucking thing. That's the thing is like Swayze says in his rules, like ask people to leave first, which he doesn't do to that guy. No, he's got a knife. He on sees you. knife boot. But you'd think like the proper response is to walk up to that guy and go, hey, what the fuck do you think that is? <laughs> Why like, do you think you can have that in here? Yeah, we can all see it. I don't know how you're walking in that thing. I don't know why you would think that's a good weapon to have. Get out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be that. It's going to break off. Yeah, they do do that. They come up and say, we're closed. And like, right. what are all those people? It's like, the, it looks like people are drinking and having a good time. You're like, that's right. They're drinking and having a good time. You ha- you got to leave. Right. Yeah, but and I don't the still guy, think the guy they should be like, hey, yeah. hey, knife shoe, get out. <laughs> like, I, I think that's all need to be said. Yeah. You have a knife. They shoot. just point to a sign that says no, no knife, knife boots. boots. <laughs> no knife boots allowed. It's got a knife boot with a circle and a <laughs> line through it. Where did he get? Did he make it? Do you think he made the <laughs> I knife I think they boot? sell that kind of stupid shit at gun shows. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Like, I can, hope so. You can so. definitely buy a, a knife for your boot. It's not even like the knife was like an inch maybe big. Which, I mean, I mean how long do fuck- you want it to be, uh, uh, Like, that would fuck someone up. Laying it around a boot with, like, sword? a sword. Sword boot. That would be great. <laughs> Two big old, like, you just got skis on. Like, yeah, they're like snowshoes. What do you mean I can't come in? I'm just saying, like, yeah, at that point, you just have a knife. Because, like, if you try- like, what's the best case scenario is you throw a kick. Yeah. You, I mean, nobody can really kick. Like, I don't think anybody can hurt. With a knife boot, you can kick enough. That said, well, if you're you'd just... Get them like, you'd get them, like, in the hip, and they'd be like, ow, what the fuck? You stabbed me, like, yeah. a little bit. Like, if you're in a regular fight and someone kicks you in the shin with a knife boot, <laughs> it's going to have a fucking impact. That's the that's end true. of the fight. Like, that's a, it's a great distraction, <laughs> if nothing else. And then you just get laid the your, fuck out. Your life is changed. Yeah. That's fair. It's going to be the most pain you've ever been in. That's fair. You won't die, but so is he just knife kicking boot. at shins? Is he just like doing these little? Eh, I hope so. Eh. I mean, eh. honestly, eh. that's all you need to do with a knife. No, it's just a, it's a dumb. You just kick him anywhere in the leg. Getting kicked with a razor, an inch long razor knife boot, is a devastating injury. Yeah, it's gonna guess. feel way different from a normal kick. Yeah, there's that just, razor I, there's at the end that's going into your skin because it. it just ends with the guy who gets kicked being like, "Oh, what the fuck." <laughs> Is that a knife boot? I'm really <laughs> bleeding, man. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's something, obviously it's a devastating weapon, but there's something about it that's not threatening to me. <laughs> and I think it's because it's in a really awkward place right. to have. It look because it looks very stupid. Yeah, like, if I was fighting a guy and they're like, I got a knife on my boot, and I'd be like, how are you going to get that all the way up here? Like, yeah. if, you, if you pulled out a knife, I'd be way more terrified because it's like, well, you can do a lot of things holding a knife. Yeah. Knife boot. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, you're going to have to be on one leg soon at one point if you want to fight. If you want to fight, knife boot. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, get on one get leg. Shins. It's inevitable. <laughs> knife boot. <laughs> you still probably win, though. Yeah, knife boot would still probably win. It just wouldn't, it wouldn't look knife good. Boot. It wouldn't be a dignified I mean, yeah. win. It's not a dignified weapon. It's like nunchucks. It's like you have to be you have to be really good with it for it not to be dignified. Really? Well, oh, for it to be dignified. To, to dignified. Okay. You could still take you could still wield nunchucks like a club and just hit someone with <laughs> yeah. them. Right. But it just wouldn't look as cool. And at that point it's like just have a regular club. I'm not saying it's ineffective. It's more about the the dignity of it. <laughs> a knife yeah. boot is just like what the fuck are you doing with that? Seems knife like a thing you're going to need some training with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to be good, but all you need to do is like, eh. yeah, you just, yeah, you, you you just throw a, just imagine, just imagine you kicking someone as hard as you can in the leg with a knife boot. So there's not a lot of meat down there. Right. It's, it's a, a lot of bone. Yeah, it's <laughs> a really hitting, shocking that's off hitting type of bone. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's going to sting. You're going to feel that in the They're going to win the leg war for yeah, sure. Yeah. And he's been dragging that thing through the nasty fucking parking lot. Yeah. Right. You're going to have infections, gangrene. I'm just saying you're, fa- you're, you're sacrificing. It's like a dirty bomb. Yeah. It's an IED. <laughs> you're, 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 you're sacrificing uh, fashion for function. Because yeah. mm-hmm. with a knife boot, guaranteed your opening move is going to be a kick. Right. And no one's further, looking for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And further guaranteed your opening move is going to cripple someone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. That's fair. But also, you see the knife boot, and it's like, oh, I wonder what your first move is going to be. Right. You're going to try and kick me? I'll probably just figure but out a way you, to counter that. What do you do about it, though? Yeah. That's, I mean, you back you, up. You back up, yeah. You back, back up, up, grab the back of his head, push him into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Do that thing I saw in, the, saw in the uh, Nazi resistance video from World War II where they would run up behind people and grab them by the calves and just pull their legs out from underneath them. <laughs> That's such like a wrestling move. That's one of the best yeah. devastating attack. I want to pull on someone yeah. sometime. I've seen people do that. It, you know, like in the, in the schoolyard, like in the, in the right. playground. It's my like sister always used to kick the back of my knees and I'm talking oh, about like when I was like 25, like not, yeah. not as kids. And it's like a really undignified way to go down. Now imagine <laughs> if she did it with a knife boot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. You're not, you're not standing back up after that. Standing back up for a while. That, that's the knife boot guarantee. <laughs> Again, it's not about knife boots not being effective. It's just that they're dumb. It's a dumb sure. weapon. Sure. It is a dumb weapon. It's a dumb weapon, but you cannot argue with the results of knife boot. Right. Yeah. It's just undignified. It's like getting <laughs> shot with a gun that's shaped like a dick. Like, did they at least try, like, a, a cane sword first? Yeah. Patrick Swayze's like, what is that? Well, it's not a sword. I think I'll a, tell you that much. A sword. I think a cane sword is tough because when you have, try to have to, like, pull it out, mm-hmm. I think that's another undignified moment. You got to practice that shit, right? It's like, listen, I need this cane because one of my legs is too heavy. <laughs> Why is that? Because of the knife boot. <laughs> Do you think uh, I'm drive with the knife boot? Because I feel like that would cause an accident. Oh, yeah, it would get caught. Yeah, yeah. My own caught. big-ass foot gets caught in the brake pedal Just sometimes. A little, yeah. Just a little extra fine if you get pulled over as yeah. well. All right. Oh. Got a knife boot. It's an extra fifty dollars. You want me to step out of the car, officer? Ticket. No, that's not that's not necessary. You sure you don't want me to step out of the car? I feel like I we I could do we could conduct this business <laughs> a lot better if I were on my feet. 
Stand no, close right. to the car, though. Keep an eye on me yeah, while yeah. I get out. That's fine. I'm just stretching. I'm just stretching. I just oh. like to stretch sometimes. Do you think he, like, if he has to go out and get the mail, does he put on the knife boots? I mean, you never know. <laughs> Opens he, like, the mail with it. Yeah. Every now and then he's got to, like, go to the general store or something. He's like, oh, I, I only got the knife boots. Fucking, like, yeah. folded. He would. He would just wears it. He, he all, you know. He alters every one of those neighborhood watch signs to make it clear that there's a person with a knife boot in yeah. the neighborhood. Like, listen up, criminals. Not only is this protected by neighborhood watch, it's also prote- it's guarded by night- knife boot. Knife boot should be a superhero. Uh, yeah. I think we've just created it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. He's knife boot. What's knife boot needs a movie it's of a his own. Boot. Yeah. A knife I, boot. You can do a lot with it. Honestly, if Batman just had a knife on his boot, I feel like he could shut down the Joker pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. just go, bam. Joker would be like, okay, well, I can't walk now. <laughs> so, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the joke. Crime jokes. over. I had a whole bunch of stuff planned, but fuck it. Or if you can still walk, you just kick him again in the knee. And yeah. It's like, all right, that got yeah, my ACL. I can't I'm do fucked. That's can't it. do anything. I, yeah. can't, I can't reach my bag of, of, of grinning fish now. You so. have ended my football career. Thank That's you, Batman. Yeah. yeah. I just do. I just dress up like a clown and gas people in the off season. I'm an amazing tight end. Yeah. Excuse me. I was. I was. You're the maniac with the knife boot. <laughs> the fuck. The dark knife boot. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Do we have any closing thoughts on Roadhouse? It's a great film. Fifteen percent off knife boots when you use code Unpops. <laughs> oh, check shit. out. Don't forget. If you got us a knife boot sponsorship. That would be pretty great. I'd be. I'd, I'd be have a wearing, closet full of knife, yeah. knife beats, both, knife boots, both knife feet. beats, <laughs> knife beats. <laughs> headphones with blades <laughs> in them. Both feet, knives coming out, not just the front, but the back, the heels, couple too. on the side. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real, it's a real chaos down yeah, there. It's a real problem. I'm Getting actually around. afraid to walk <laughs> when I'm wearing these. Oh, my other leg itches. No, <laughs> <laughs> just severed an artery. Knife boot. knife boot. It's the knife boot guarantee. <laughs> oh shit! Listen, somebody's gonna be bleeding by the end of the day. Maybe you, maybe not. Knife but boot. That's the knife boot guarantee. <laughs> Put this on. There will be blood. Shins just look like Edward Scissorhands face. It's yeah. just like constant nicks. Worst case scenario or best case scenario. Oh, knife boot. Oh, knife boot. So yeah, Roadhouse is a great, wonderful, perfect film. It's perfect. It's great. It's on Netflix. Watch it. Yeah, watch it. Don't be a maniac and pay money for it like Dave. I I paid 99 cents. I didn't realize it was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I'm a real fool. Yeah. Total fool. Yeah, I I did the the thing where you search. Like I have a Roku and I searched out on the main screen. And then it tells you everywhere. So did I. But like the PlayStation's version of that is kind of busted. It won't always cover all the platforms mm. so it didn't show me that it was not the obscure ones like netflix anyway well the obscure right. ones i mean it, it won't yeah it sometimes won't show all of all yeah. of them for some reason get your shit together playstation Fuck god man. damn it gotta playstation get a boot in the ankle um, yeah, well, that's, it. that's a so yeah um adam thanks for being here adam thank hey. you for talking about roadhouse with us thanks for having me it was fun i mean what do you got going on you know, uh, me and Jeff are launching a new podcast soon about Jose Canseco. So cool. Tune in for that. I heard about this. and I'm very excited. about. Yeah. It. yeah. I want to call it podcast Canseco or Jose Podseco, but we haven't landed on a name yet. Okay. Uh, Jose Canseco. Yeah. That, that could work too. 
It's a lot of variations. The a lot of possibilities. possibilities are are endless, but I do. I am now the proud owner of a Jose Canseco jersey mm. that I yeah, bought. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Adam Todd Brown Todd with one D and Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Facebook. Just come on. Yeah. Let's not. Let's yeah. not do that. Send me a letter. Yeah. Thirty-seven twenty-seven West Magnolia Boulevard, number fifteen oh five. All right. Burbank nine one five oh five. It's just right. a mailing address. It's oh, not where okay. I live. Mm. I'm serious. Send me a letter. I'll write you back. Someone just sent me one. I, I can't figure out how letters. to. Yeah. I can't figure out how to use this crazy ass online version of a PO box. Someone I have, mail mail a knife boot. They sent me a letter in the the envelope typewriter. They used the typewriter. Wow. To oh, put the hipsters. address and and so. It's probably anthrax. I'm going to make the place open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to use a typewriter, just cut out letters from, from magazines. Sm- yeah. go probably got to be easier. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. do a full ransom note. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave, what do we got going on? We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We got an exclusive podcast like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Um, we got a bunch of tears on there, so check check it the fuck out. Chick, chick, chick it. Um, yeah, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed. Um, they are running a sale right now. I don't know if it will continue to be going by the yeah, time this but they have sales on and off. episode goes up. But yeah, we have some cool shit in there. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get some knife beat in there. I don't know. Yeah, who can say? Who can say what the, the future holds? The plural of boot is beat. Beat. And I'm not backing down from yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, that's it. That's enough. That's plenty. That is that's that's plenty. more than enough. Okay. All right, say goodbye, everyone. Bye, goodbye, everyone. Bye.